You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6-5, U.S. only. Your home is important. That's why GEICO helps make it easy to save on homeowner's insurance. Because home is more than just a place. Home is where you have a cute little reading nook for those rainy days when you want to curl up with a good book, but you don't even read, so you just sit in there during thunderstorms and scroll through memes on your phone and laugh in the darkness. <laughs> the GEICO Insurance Agency could help protect the dark, meme-filled corner you call home. Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. Hey, this is Sugar Shane. Welcome to another episode of the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. Got my co-host with me, Billy Dees. How you doing? Real well. Good evening, everyone. Oh, man, I'm hanging in there. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, kind of was upset at my stomach Wednesday, so I called out of work and went to work. Oh. Some, yeah, with the guy I got a hold of some badass chicken, man. Oh. It was some, uh, it was a frozen chicken, and it was like some teriyaki, yakisaki or whatever, and it was like, ugh. Oh man! I don't know what the hell it was, but I don't think it was the rice. I think it was the chicken because the rice was cooked separate. So yeah, the chicken probably is what did it. Yeah, I don't know too much rice that causes that, but uh, even if it's undercooked or overcooked, it ain't going to cause you to be sick. So I'm pretty sure it was a chicken. So I wish I could tell you the name of it. I don't even know what the brand was, but stay clear of that shit. If I, if I could find out what it was, <laughs> I'd let you know. <laughs> All right. Yeah, don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh. I've told you it was some plans I've got down the road, and I ain't going into that right now. I mean, that's right. something I'll talk about later, but I thought this was kind of cool. I don't go in for this, and I don't believe in these, but I went to get me some Chinese food tonight and uh, got me some takeout. And you know how they give you the little fortune cookies that go with it. Yeah. So I pulled out my fortune, and not that I always read them, but I never put no stock in them. And I don't put any stock in this one, but I just thought it was kind of cool. It says, nothing gets in the way of your vision of yourself in the future. That was the vision. That was the one for today. So it was kind of cool, you know. Yeah, all right. Oh, well, that's good. Because, but uh, not that, like I said, like I, I didn't even read the lottery numbers or none of that shit. Right. <laughs> but uh, I do realize those are all made. In, most of the time, when you get one of those, it's usually not even a fortune. It's just like a 
which that was too more like a saying than it is a fortune just some yeah. kind of statement i mean i'm like you're supposed to be telling a fortune and it's a fortune cookie not a right yeah a, don't don't spit in the wind is not a fortune yeah. yeah yeah that's not a fortune that's like good that's good common sense <laughs> <laughs> that or piss either one <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh well uh let me see what i got uh, you know the uh calves they're down three to nothing now, and uh, yeah. you think there's a comeback there? Uh, probably not. Yeah, I'm. Matter of fact, I just about bank on it being over Friday. Uh, they could get one win out of it, but I don't. It'd be nice, yeah. and not to get spot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that Durant man, and that Curry, man, they're pretty good. Yes, they are, pretty to good. say the least. Yeah. But I will say this. And I don't. I realize we got Clevelanders here that are diehard, and I don't have any problem with that. As a matter of fact, I kind of respect that. How somebody could follow the Cleveland Browns as diehard as they have, with as bad as they are, is beyond me. So I, I do have respect for that. Right. But don't blame a damn referees and all this every damn game. Every game, man. At the end of every game, I've got people on Facebook, Twitters, and whatnot bitching and moaning, blaming the referees, saying they're cheating, saying the Golden State Warriors are cheating. I'm like, damn, man, every game? Yeah. Did they get to the finals and win? They go to probably win the championship cheating, paying referees the whole damn season? Yeah, and you have guys on that team getting 40 points, and oh, it's yeah. because the referees are bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. They got, they got some kind of magnet into basketball, so it only works on their end of the goal. I mean, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I understand you die hard, you're upset. That's not what I'm right. saying. That's I not get what you, I'm man. Saying. But unless it's just blatant cheating, man, don't blame every damn thing on cheating. Come on, sometimes you just ain't as good as you – once were that's just the way it that's is. right yeah there you got it i was watching i was looking reading a tweet today and i kind of almost halfway agree with him uh bill squire which is a alan cox show guy he actually commented on a tweet today he said that he believes that uh what's his name lebron james when this season is over with may end up going to the la lakers that's the rumor yeah yes yeah, i don't believe he's staying in cleveland i know a lot of people Probably here in cleveland, a lot of people here in cleveland think he is but i don't think so i think he's gonna yeah. be sadly mistaken I think he's gone. and uh, But, you know, he gave everybody a good run. He gave you a championship. So, you know, it ain't his fault that the rest of the team ain't, you know, up to par. No. So, I mean, I want to make mention Ellie is listening. Awesome. And she's listening again. Uh, and then the other piece of sports news I got, the only thing I got, is uh, have you heard about T.O., Terrell Owens? Yes. Is that a shock? No, not really. I mean, hell, that's the way he should go out. That's how he played the game of football, like an asshole. Why not go out like an asshole? Yeah. I mean, I'm not being mean. I'm not, as I've said before, I'm not, I've said it on here before. I'm not taking it away from him. I always knew he'd be a Hall of Famer. And I'm not taking away from how he played on the field. He was an excellent receiver, quite possibly the second best to ever play of all time. Right up there next to Jerry Rice. When you look at stats. Yeah. Between him and the other one going in, Randy Moss. But you got a class going in, Ray Lewis, Randy Moss, Brian Erlacher, all in the same year, man. This is a hell of a Hall of Fame class Yeah, going in this year. Why the hell he don't want to stand with them, I don't know. But if he don't, to hell with him. 
I mean, as I, I've said it on, I think I've said this, God, probably a year or better ago. I said that if he ever, he goes in the Hall of Fame, the sad part about it is when anybody goes in the Hall of Fame and they're walking with their little five, you know, 10 year old son or daughter or whatever the case may be, and they see his bust up there and they see that shrine, they're not going to talk about how he was a great receiver. They're going to say, they might say he was a great ball player, but damn, he was caused a lot of problems. Well, my take on that is ultimately I have found. We don't necessarily remember these players for their ability to play football. We remember them for being great men. Right. And that's true of, let's say, Hank Aaron. It's true of uh, uh, Joe DiMaggio. It's true of Walter Payton. It's true of, it's true of Roger Staubach. I could go on and on here. Um, they're an inspiration not only to the game, but they're an inspiration to life. Right. And uh, T.O. is just going to be a name by some stats. Right. That's yeah, all he's going to be. He's got nothing to follow that. You're exactly right. He's got no inspiration as a character or as a person. Um, I wouldn't want to live up to what he was because uh, really you're living down. And, uh, I mean, he was a player, a player that could have ended on a great note and had chances to end it on a great note. And with every team that he got traded to, to like two-year contracts down to one-year contracts, he screwed it up every time till eventually there was no team in the NFL that even wanted him. No right. team would sign him. And he wasn't washed up. Would I say he was in his prime at that time? Probably not. But he wasn't washed up. He could still play the game fairly decent. Yeah. And nobody wanted him. And he said it's the Hall of Shame. Well, you know, if, I, if it was me personally – I'm not. I guess you have to go in by the votes, and you have to, you know, they have to consider you and all that kind of stuff. But if I'd have known that before they tried to put him in the vote, I wouldn't even put him in. If they can, if you consider this the Hall of Shame, why would you want to be in it? Right. So, if I, if anything, you ought to show up and refuse the award. If you yeah. think, if he thinks that lowly, yeah. Him, show up, give a speech, say, "Hey, I love the NFL for the money." I was great at what I did, and I enjoyed the game, but I think they treated me wrong, and I just want to take this thing right here and tell y'all you can shove it up your ass. Have a nice day. If that's truly how he feels. I don't think that's truly how he feels. I think he's bunning his mouth and just making publicity like like he always has. I think he knows the Hall of Fame is what it is. But... Don't want to spend a lot of time on that, but but, but Ray Lewis... I like Ray Lewis. I know he may have gotten, people say he might have got away with murder. I don't know. In Atlanta during all that stuff that was going on, I don't know. But as far as a ball player, I think he's probably one of the best, if not the best, middle linebacker to ever play the game. Brian Erlacher, another one right up there with him. And Randy Moss, great receiver. He had some issues in his early career that was like T.O. But the thing about it is he ended his on a good note. In his last few years of his game, you didn't get out. He didn't do all that crap. He wasn't, yeah. he wasn't doing all that stuff that T.O. was doing. That's why he ended with a good career with the Patriots. So, uh, you heard about this Alice Marie Johnson? I'm sure you have. The uh, Alice, her, the woman that uh, Donald Trump has uh, freed from prison. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay, absolutely. Okay. Um, she uh, went to prison in 1996 for five accounts of drug trafficking. She was a first-time offender and was sentenced to life in prison. 
1996. Right. She was a grandmother. I don't condone what she did, but no. the reason why she did it was her family. For her family, her son had died, and I guess she had lost a job, and she was trying to take some easy money the quick way. And that's usually what people do drugs for drug dealers for. She said she never used the drug; she just did it, trafficked right. it, and uh, not saying that's condone it by no means. But we were talking about it last week. Would anything come of this between Kim Kardashian? Right. And Donald Trump meeting, and this is what came of it. This is why she's free, because she Kim Kardashian admitted today in a Van Jones interview that she spoke with Donald Trump about this situation. Oh, sure she did. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's and, and you know, in a week later she's freed. I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. But um, and I don't. I'm not a Kim Kardashian fan by no means. As many people on here as ever listened to the podcast know that I'm not. But I give credit where credit's due. This was an unjust sentence. I'm not saying she shouldn't have been sentenced, but life in prison was a little bit damn yeah. ridiculous. And uh, I'm, I, I give kudos to her stepping up and talking to the president and getting this done. I have to give credit where credit's due. Yeah, well, well I, if you remember, I, I defended her last when we last talked about this. Right, right. And... Um, um, you know, it, it's interesting. Like I said, so many issues in our society today are are so polarized based on ideology. And if we flip this, um, you know, right now um, the conservatives and, and and Republicans are praising this that Donald Trump did this wonderful thing, and people on the left are saying he's just this is just a stunt to uh, you know win favor with people that don't like him. And if, if if let's You're just say I ever make them all happy, man, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it will. Yeah, and and, and here's my point though. If uh, we had flipped this, if if Obama would have done this for this woman, oh, it okay, would have been praised. Oh yeah, the the left would 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 make it a sacred day. Okay, this was a sacred blessing from Obama, and the right would be all upset that the president reversed justice in this country oh, you know yeah. hell the new york so, Times, it would have been on the front cover of the new york times yeah and this, and this probably made it on page 10 at today and it would have been on the front cover of the new york times it probably would have been in times square on billboards i'm just saying i just know it's the truth too i'm like right you, right, right and i will say that van jones on cnn did make the comment he said that he was glad that Donald Trump made this decision. I like him. I, I, I do too. I, I, feel, I, do too. I, I feel. Yeah. I, I feel he's he's even though he he claims to be a progressive, he's very fair. Yeah. He's very fair, um, and, and in a lot of his analysis. And uh, I don't I don't take anything away from him at all. I like him. I like. I'm a fan of Van Jones actually. Yeah, I like him so. too. I like yeah. him too. The more I have, I've just now started recently listening to him more. But the more right. I listen to him, yeah, I like him too. Uh, he said that. That doesn't make everything that he's done right. He said, that, you know, if you have a kid come home with a paper and it's got ten questions, he gets nine wrong. You don't, you know, praise him for the one and forget about the nine, you know. He said, right. So you don't get an A yet. He said, but this does help in your case. And he's, you know, but you got a long way to go before you get an A. He said, but he hopes to see more of this is what he yeah. said. So, I mean, I gave him props for that. Because, I mean, hey, he could have just bad-mouthed him all together like, you know, a lot of them's doing, you know, and. I mean, it's like, why would you, why would this not be a good thing? Even if he was, let's say he was doing it for the publicity's sake. Let's say he's doing it to get into everybody's good graces or whatever. So the fuck what? 
A woman that spent 22 damn years in prison just got set free for a publicity stunt. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Are you that damn petty that you're going to sit around and worry about why he did it? Just be glad he did it. Yeah. I mean, good God, people's stupidity just fucking gripes my ass. Sorry, but it's just the truth. I don't understand why some people are so damn blind and deaf and dumb and stupid as hell. I mean, there's no reason for that. No. The only thing, what's your opinion about about this? It, it seems like he is very, his, his good actions seem very much driven by the the celebrity complex for example the uh there was a pardon here a while back with the boxer um and that was driven by sylvester stallone Mm -hmm. and now we have this which was driven by kim kardashian now all, all these people are doing the right thing there's no question and i'm not that's not my point but it just seems like it these the cult of celebrity has a lot of sway with him yeah, I would probably agree with that. Because he, 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 not only does it sway him, but he's easily offended by it, too. Yeah. You know, if like a celebrities don't like him, he gets pissed off about that. And you know what? I've come to the conclusion in my life, I don't give a shit they like me or don't like me. And I mean, it's like I, t- I was telling Christina on the way home, I was talking about somebody at work that I know they don't like me. And I, I've caught them a few times rolling their eyes about me and stuff. I know why they don't like me because I don't. I make a lot of people laugh, and I guess it offends them. But you know what? It don't make a damn to me because you know what? That's flattery to me. If somebody doesn't right. like me because I make people laugh, then hell, I don't give a shit. That's just all that does is flatter me. I mean, I'll take the haters right. and the lovers. It don't matter to me. Exactly. And him, he's instead of being worried about what all they're saying. He ought to be like, hell, I must be doing something because they're talking. Yeah. There's no such thing in most cases unless you're just a child into child pornography or some stupid shit like that. There's no such thing as bad publicity when you're doing your job. Right. If you're doing your job, doing what you're supposed to do, who gives a damn? Man, it's not everybody likes what I say on the podcast, but I don't stop and worry about it. I don't sit here and lose sleep over everybody's sensitive and over, you know, worried about what I say. And if I, I don't believe day. that, uh, I don't yeah. believe that. Everybody, everybody loves you, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope so, but I, I in a perfect world, baby. But <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, that's just I don't lose sleep over stuff like that. I, I say what I mean and mean what I say, and I don't I don't worry about whether anybody's against me or not because some things just need to be told. Exactly right. Whether sure. it offends or not, right? Christian so- uh, Saucier, I guess that's how you say his name. You heard the ex Navy sailor. You heard about him. Maybe. What's this about again? This is the ex-Navy sailor. He's been pardoned by Trump, too. Oh, okay. Now, I'm not familiar with this. He took pics. And during the Obama administration, evidently Hillary Clinton was also involved in this and some of the so-called emails or whatever was uncovered during this time or whatever the case may be. Uh, he, he took some pics, and some other people on the case took pics of some boats or, or some of the subs or something like that, and I guess they considered it like giving up intel or, you know, you weren't supposed to okay. take pictures of this or whatever. Right. Well, he got one year in prison. That's all, he got dis, he, he served a year in prison before he got pardoned, and he got a dishonorable discharge. 
through the Obama administration. Now, why this is not uh, is so unusual? People will say, "Well, that's you know everyday common deal." But what they're saying is this is not usual because in most cases the military handles these cases, and uh, and he got a dishonorable discharge and got a, and was accused of a felony. Now, of course, that's all been wiped away, and he claims because of all this, he's going to sue the Obama administration. Whatever comes of that, I don't know. But right. uh, it is just kind of, when you start, you have to do some more research on it yourself if you're interested in this deal. But it does seem kind of weird that this dude gets all this, and there was people with him that did the same thing. Hmm. And they didn't get that. So, Interesting. So, I don't I know. Mean, yeah, it's a uh, Christian, spelled with a K, Saucier. It's uh, like sauce, S-A-U-C-I-E-R. But, uh, yeah, he he just got pardoned. And uh, I don't know. I doubt anything ever come of a lawsuit. I mean, let's just face it. I mean, that's probably not ever going to. I mean, unless they really get some heavy-duty evidence. I mean, I don't think anything's going to happen. And I tweeted about this. And I'll be honest with you. I used to be a fan. And I'm becoming less and less a fan of Steve Colbert. I told you that a long time ago, man. Yeah, it's getting a little bit damn much. It's getting a little bit much. Now, I like Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon will get up and he'll tell his Trump jokes at the beginning when he does his stand-up. Some of them's funny, some of them not. But then he sits down, he talks to his guests, and that's it. You know, it ain't the whole damn show. And it's like the whole show with Stephen Colbert. And the thing, oh yeah, yeah, it's like the whole damn show is. Let's just make fun of Donald Trump Day, every damn show. And if that's your thing, keep watching. I'm just saying it ain't for me. And and it's not because I have a great love for Trump. It's just I don't see the point in it. I mean, right. I, mean I mean, the dude could do something genuinely, spontaneously spectacular. I guarantee you tonight I could watch it or tomorrow watch it on Hulu, and he'll have some damn joke about the Alice Marie Johnson thing. He'll have some way to twist that into damn joke. It, won't, it ain't nothing to joke about. Yeah. And, I mean, it's getting a little bit ridiculous. And, but anyway, he had Bill Clinton on. And I tweeted you, I don't know if you got a chance to read the article of Bill O'Reilly. And I'm not saying that Bill O'Reilly didn't, you know, do whatever he did. So before we get into all that shit, I know. I know what Bill O'Reilly did. Okay. This is not about that. The point Bill O'Reilly made in the article was that Bill Clinton came on. And this is right after they started bringing up all this stuff he used to do during this Me Too movement. And he said that he soft-questioned him the whole time he was on the thing. He said hardly made any comment to anything about nothing about that. And that if that would have been a diehard conservative, he said, you know damn good and well, he'd have been hard-questioning his ass to the point that Guy Paul would have been ready to leave if he came on the show at all. Right. So, I mean, the reason why I'm starting to not really like Stephen Colbert is he has no bias at all. I mean, he's diehard liberal to the extreme to where he's drinking the Kool-Aid on that side, and he don't see nothing for the, the forest for the trees in any direction the other way. Well, I, I didn't like him when the uh, Republican convention was in Cleveland. 
And he was there uh, pulling these stunts. I'm not sure what he was trying to prove during the rehearsals and that. He was charging the stage and trying to get past security. And, and, and you know, how would you like to be one of the security people there? And you're worried about an assassination attempt. And there's this asshole yeah. running around with a camera trying to do these, these stunts. I have no idea what he was trying to prove. I don't know. Um, Probably but, you know, joke. I, I, who, who knows? But anyway... I like him um, on the Colbert Report because it was more of a show. It was more of entertainment, like kind of yeah. like kind of like uh, what's his name, the other guy we want, we like. I know me and you both like Oliver. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of, somewhat along that line. Of course, they both got to start from the same spot. Yeah, but since he's gotten into this show where it's an entertainment show of a different type, it's like, what the fuck is going wrong with you, man? I mean, it's like, damn. I can't. I don't know what his ratings are. I mean, they may be high. I haven't a clue. But he don't get it from me. I don't watch them anymore, man. I was the only one I watch on Hulu. I watch Jimmy Fallon, and that's about it. I don't watch any of that other yeah. shit. I mean, it's gotten ridiculous. Actually, uh, J- Jimmy Kimmel is right on the verge of heading in that direction as well. Yeah, I don't watch. The first I, I, half of his show is Trump stuff. And, yeah. and you know, I, I get it. Okay, he's orange. He's this and that. Okay, we've heard all that stuff yeah, a million shit. times. It's the same stuff over and over and over again. And here again, I'm not a, I'm not a Trump supporter, but I mean th- these guys have staffs. The payroll is millions of dollars for all these writers, and that, that's the best that w- they can come up with. Yeah, you and I could do a better job. Oh hell yeah! I mean that's what I was fixing to say. How about give us some fucking new material, man? I mean I've yeah. heard the orange shit. I've heard the damn hair flying in the air. I've heard all this shit. How he misquotes this and does this and all that bullshit. Like he like he did a uh, he forgot words to a song. I'm sure that's going to be on there for a solid fucking week. I mean yeah. come on, man. How many of you can remember every fucking word to every damn song? I bet there's a lot of you can't. I guarantee you, some of you go to mass on Sunday, you'll forget half a fucking words. You won't remember all them songs you used to sing or any other mother's damn songs. Ain't nobody remembers every word to every damn song. Just because it's a patriotic song, shit, that don't mean nothing. You know how many millennials can't even tell you what in the hell it even says either? Right. That don't mean shit. I guarantee you, I could get some millennials right now to tell me the words to the national anthem and they couldn't get past the fucking first three lines. Probably not. I guarantee it. I can name a few off the top of my damn head. I won't. But I could. (laughs) And they wouldn't know the first three lines. And they want to make fun of him because he missed a line or whatever the case may be. Whip these shit. That's what I've said on here. We're worried about dumb shit. But, no, nah, I, I, yeah, I've, I've done quit watching him. I, and, yeah, like you said, we could write better material what they are. I mean, it's got, you know, if you're going to make fun of the dude, that's fine. But come up with something new. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to keep doing what they're doing for the next, what, two years. Yeah. And they're going to joke their ass right into another four years with Donald Trump because people are going to get sick and tired oh, yeah. of hearing Absolutely. that shit. Absolutely. That's exactly what's going to happen. They think they're running him out of office. Their dumb asses is putting him right back in there. That's yep. exactly what That's they're what doing. That's what got him elected. Exactly. And he loves it. I wouldn't be surprised if it comes toward the campaign time. He don't work it for more than what it's for more of it. Yeah. 
So, I mean, yeah, y'all keep on telling the orange face jokes and the wavy hair, and every time he does something, you got to make a bad spin out of it. Keep on. You'll put his ass right back in there because you're stupid as shit. But you got such high intellect because you're on the entertainment show. That don't mean shit. I know a lot of dumbasses on TV. You know, if I, it, you know, I've talked about this before, but the the late night landscape is is so primed right now for a different type of show. Oh yeah, because, because all three of them, Colbert, Kimmel, mm-hmm. and Jimmy Fallon, are all doing the exact same show. That's the same damn routine. I mean, they go up there and do a monologue and talk for Donald Trump for ten or fifteen minutes. Then they then they go off and do some half baked, half funny routine or some kind of bit. Then they have some somebody on there plug in their movie or their book or some other damn thing, and then they end with 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 a band, right? And, and you know that has been going on now for Fuck. seventy years. Yeah, it's been going on a long damn time. Okay, and it's I can't Carson. believe that somebody somewhere said, you know, maybe we should try something different. I know it's not been done. I mean, you got the only thing that's changed a little bit is your daytime talk shows. But the nighttime stick is the same old shit. Over and over again, yep. I think we need some night... I would do a nighttime show. It would have... I mean, don't get me wrong. Now, when I say I'm I'm pissed about the way they're doing the shows, I would still make fun of Trump on occasion. It wouldn't be the sure. whole damn show. And you'd have to you know, spread it out a little bit. Yeah, and it would be when he does something funny, I would put a different spin on it. It wouldn't be orange face, wavy hair. It'd be something different, something fresh, something new. And I would do a sketch with it or whatever. And then then we would sit, like I've said before, I think there needs to be a show like The View at night where people sit around and shoot the shit and talk about stuff that's going on. You know, to get in a relaxing kind of way. Well, because you've already heard all the fucked up news all day. We don't right. have to hear the rehash of it with a little joke. Let's just sit around and shoot the shit and talk about what's going on in the world, you know, in a, in a light way, and in a, and, and, but in a good way, instead of just bullshit. I'm, and, and having a guest on, I, I mean, I don't have no problem with guests. I don't have no issue with that. But it don't have to be the way, like you said, in with a band and all this every damn fucking show. Sometimes they end with a comedian now. They're getting they're getting really fancy now. Oh, wow. <laughs> Stepping the game up. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... I just, I don't know. I agree with you. That's time for a change when it comes to something like that. And I guarantee you, I need to tweet this to some networks. I guarantee fucking you if a, a smart network would grab onto this idea that we're having, they would see the ratings of these other shows start to go down and this other show would take off. I guarantee it. I would put my life on it. Because or, or reason, just like what happened with Roseanne, you, you, a segment of the audience comes alive that's laying dormant right now because there's not a whole lot of of stuff out there um, that 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 appeals to a diversified audience politically. Now, Last Man Standing, look what look what happened to that. Yeah, and uh, so I mean, you know, there's that audience is there. It is absolutely there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I would like to see a moderate show. I would love to see a moderate show truly moderate absolutely 
You know, and I wouldn't even mind if we, if you had a cast of a few people on there, or you know, a few people like you know the view or whatever, but not exactly like the view. I don't want to be just like the view. By God knows what, for no shape of the word, but somewhat. I, I can't stand that show either. But just some kind of something like that, with the people sitting around a desk and a table, whatnot, and talking, and a couple of moderates, and I wouldn't mind having a conservative and having a liberal. But yeah. I don't want just the whole damn show biased one way, and that's it. You got yeah. the view, that's liberal, 100%, no other fucking way. They got that one chick on there, she thinks she's conservative, but I'm talking about completely liberal, is what I think. And then you got yeah. the nighttime shows that's taken over by all diehard liberals. There's, right. no, there's no moderates. They don't stand a chance, and they wonder. And they wonder in this country why in the hell a fucking independent president hadn't won yet. Well, fuck yeah. me, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know what Fox is doing late at night, but uh, Fox would be the perfect network to come up with an alternative to. Uh, and and like you said, um, my kind of idea on this would be you could kind of keep the the monologue idea, except I would mix it up a little bit, uh, do it more with uh, you know videos and, and stuff, kind of like a little uh, news report, but it, a funny one, kind right. of like uh, the day the uh, what uh, John Stewart used to do. Yeah. And and have different things. I, I believe the monologue aspect of it, even though it doesn't have to be done straight on like a, you know, like they're doing it now, just looking at the camera, but sitting at a desk or doing something like that, uh, and having little videos and and little uh, things going on. A lot of people watch that segment before they go to bed. Oh yeah. So yeah, that that'd be good. You could have and like then, a, you could have like a yeah. guy playing an on scene reporter, but I you know have a video behind him with a green screen, you know, going. He'd be like, "Hey, this is Mark. I'm out here on location, or whatever the case may be." Have him right. play the character. And then you could go to a segment and talk about the current events of the day, like you were talking about, with a panel. You know, the next segment would be like a, a panel discussion, and you could have different guests on there all the time, a different panel, different news pundits and things like that that could talk in a more relaxed environment, do one right. or two seconds on that, and, you know, then come back and 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 uh, do something else, do something like a sketch comedy routine, like right. very very similar to a, to a Saturday Night Live type deal. Right. And, and, and just go on with material like that. And and have a have a kind of like a a mixed variety news comedy hour. Uh, that's that would be a great alternative to that same old segment one. It's the monologue segment. <laughs> two. You know, let's do uh, the, the some kind of goofball thing, a man on the street type thing, where yeah. they can't what, what's being said, what the host is even saying half the time. And, you know, then having somebody plug their book and plug their uh, movie and and end with a band, you know, it's, it's it do something different. And, I, and I, I believe the late night landscape is perfectly primed right now for that and have it where it is, you know, like you were talking about politically diversified. I mean, you can go after Trump, but you know what? Nancy Pelosi's a target, too. Oh, yeah. All of them. Yeah. And, was... and, and, and and mix it up a little bit. Yeah, I'd go after all of them. Yeah, I, I, anybody does some dumb shit, I, I would talk about it. It doesn't matter what your letters beside it R D or what the hell it is. I mean, it doesn't matter if you do something dumb. It's something dumb. Doesn't matter what your party is. So yeah, I, I'd love that idea. I don't know how the hell to pitch it, but I love the idea. Yeah, I love the idea. I mean, it, it, yeah, it would take off. There ain't no doubt about it in my mind. Yeah, but. Getting it done, man, I tell you. 
Did you hear about the Wisconsin McDonald's manager? I did hear something about that. Refresh me on that. This guy and his son, his nine-year-old son, are in the drive-thru line. And I uh-huh. guess apparently it was taking way too long for his hamburgers, so he just asked for his money back. And, man, the damn manager went on a fucking tirade, man. She was over, she was opening up the window. Oh, get your money. Move your crappy car. Just get your crappy car out of my yeah. line. And started talking about And he's videoing the whole damn thing, so I'm sure she ain't got a fucking job today. So wow. I, <laughs> I mean, That's crazy. I mean, she was just cussing him for all it's worth just because he wanted his money back. Yeah. I mean, hell, it's fast food. You shouldn't have to wait 20 minutes for a damn cheeseburger. Yeah. And it seems like every time I go to McDonald's now, half the fucking time I go, would you mind pulling up over there? We'll bring your food out. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing back here, man? It's like yeah. every time. And the only time I really don't get too pissed is they're saying we got fries dropped. I'm like, okay, I'll be right. I'll, I'll pull up here because <laughs> I don't want them old son of a bitches you got in there. I'll take the new ones. But that's the yeah. only time I really am all right with it. Uh, I don't know if you know much about this Iran thing going on. They complained here uh, during the Obama administration that $5.7 billion was stuck in the bank at Muscat. And then one month later, the Treasury Department gave a license allowing Iran to access the U.S. financial system. The government then encouraged two U.S. banks to facilitate Iran currency conversion to allow it to happen both u.s banks declined due to legal risk and didn't want to do it for just simply being iran's sake and the sanctions and all uh so they're saying that because of this iran deal this actually allowed them to get their money because the 5.7 billion dollars although they didn't get it i don't know that it ever came through u.s banks they were going to get it through there but they're saying now that it probably came slowly through uh, european banks Okay. So they've probably got that $5.7 billion out. And what they've done with it, hell, who knows? But right. uh, I don't know what they've done with it, but it makes you wonder about the Iran deal, exactly why we would allow them to get that kind of hands on that money. Yeah, I don't, I don't know enough to talk about that, really. I, I, that's, I, I really haven't followed that at all. Yeah, this just happened, or this came out recently, this part of the story anyway, that part of the Iran deal. And then a Georgia congressman, <laughs> you heard about this, I hate to say it, but he's from, that he's even from Georgia, Republican <laughs> uh, representative, I mean, Drew Ferguson, tweeted okay. that D, a D-Day picture talking about praising soldiers and all that, which is fine. But in the picture that he put up and posted, the, I guess he had to find a picture to put up with the tweet, he had a picture of Nazi soldiers. <laughs> oh, jeez. One guy tweeted, he said, damn, man, any guy, he said, any kid that played that, played Call of Duty for five minutes could have figured out this picture wasn't right. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, you could clearly see it, but it had the Nazi cross on their helmet. Oh, if you look geez, at the picture, I'm like, you dumb ass. I mean, what, you couldn't find any American, you couldn't put American soldiers on D-Day? I mean, if you yeah, Google yeah. that, damn, do you know how to use a computer, you stupid ass? Yeah, That's like great. I, and like I said, he's making the damn soldiers, I mean, they're making all the Georgia people look like complete and utter fucking retards. I'm like, man, come on, man, Jesus. Come on, represent. <laughs> yeah. He is. He's a representative, all right. <laughs> Congress of Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> 
don't know what kind of job he's getting done. No kidding. <laughs> and uh, Kate Spade, uh, this is not a funny story, but the designer, she committed suicide, well, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday this past right. week. Uh, I don't. I have to honestly say, she was 55 years old. I honestly say I don't know much about her because I'm not a woman, so I don't wear purses or those kind of clothes. But uh, evidently, she did do a lot for that particular in the fashion field. Probably a lot of stuff I couldn't afford. But uh, somebody told me that the cheapest thing you could buy was a $55 cell phone case, and it was plain with nothing even on it. And it was 55 bucks for that, so I couldn't imagine what the clothes and the shoes cost. Probably way out of my price range, but still, and yet, I hate she committed suicide. You know, it goes to show you money don't no. mean shit. I no, tried, I hate, I I hate tried, to have anybody do that. Yeah, I've tried to tell people, everybody thinks money's the answer. And I believe in a strong quote Jim Carrey said. He said, I wished everybody in the world could experience having money and being able to buy everything they want to be able to realize that's not the answer. And that's exactly a Jim Carrey quote. He said that he had to get to that place where he thought that he could, you know, buy anything he wanted, have anything he wanted, you know, and then realize that wasn't the answer. And uh, there's a lot of truth to that. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong, money's great. Money's great for money's sake, but it ain't the answer. I know plenty of rich people that's killed themselves in depression. And it clearly ain't the answer or they wouldn't have done it. Yeah. So... I mean, a bison, which is, I guess you'd call a buffalo, about the same <laughs> yeah. thing, and Yellowstone gored a woman Ooh. after a group of park goers crowded the animal. Well, hell, if you crowd an animal, I mean, if you crowd a damn buffalo, chances are it ain't going to be like coming up you know, licking your hands and shit. It's a damn buffalo, for God's sake, out in the wild. Right, right. I mean, come on. Uh, Haley said, my brand new purse equals $2. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two bison attacks this year in Yellowstone. And this is the fourth animal injury, uh, injury due to animals in a month in Yellowstone. Uh, but evidently, it's because people's just crowding the shit out of them, man. I mean, you can't do that to animals. People are so just, I, I don't know what happened here, but, you know, feeding animals, you know, wild animals that could tear you apart is just not a good idea. No. I mean, they got signs up saying don't feed the animals for a pretty damn good reason. I mean, that's why it's there. You know, I mean, they they feed them. Don't worry. Or they, or they're in the wild. They'll feed themselves. You ain't got to go out and put your hands out and shit like that. But they're, evidently, this whole group was crowding them, crowding this particular bison, and it gored this woman. She's okay. She got injured, but she's okay. She didn't die or anything, but she did get injured. That'll teach you. You know, I'm, I'm I, you know, if you do something stupid, you're going to get a stupid result. Usually, is why it goes. Yep. Uh. Ten Florida men, including a 16-year-old boy, have been arrested for child pornography. Uh-oh. One was a project manager at Walt Disney World. And total charges, there's 660 felony charges. Jeez. I don't know what the hell they were doing. I didn't see, but Jesus. 660 between ten people? Wow. Damn. That was, I don't know if I was operating a ring or what, but God, I'm child pornography, man. That is the dumbest shit. Sickest shit. 
I mean, if you're going to run some kind of pornography, for God's sake, let it be the adults, man, the people that can, you know, don't child pornography. How do you get your rocks off on that shit? That takes a sick bastard. I don't even understand that kind of thinking. I mean, how do you get up one morning and want to watch kids on a damn TV? God almighty. Whew. That's about all I got for this week. Uh, <laughs> I always laugh. You always say that. Well, that's about all I got. Yeah. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> yeah. Deuces. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got uh, That's about all I got as far as uh, story-wise. Uh, you got right, right. closing comments or anything? No, I'm good, man. Good, We're about man. down to the wire anyway. Yes, uh, we are. We will be back Monday night. Maybe we'll have a little more influence or intel on what might be said. I think it's Tuesday they're having the Iran meeting. Not Iran, North Korea. North Korea, yeah. Yeah. Get that's going to be that's gonna be interesting. Yeah. yeah, there's still a lot of secret to that, though. So I doubt we'll know any more between now and Monday, but maybe. I doubt it. Right. And uh do want to uh, make mention of that we will be back Monday night at 10 o'clock. Absolutely. You can, you can follow us on Twitter at Sweet Truth Radio and uh on the twitter page there and uh tweet us anytime you like if you're listening to a this podcast former podcast because we've got a whole list of them on the uh spricker page there that you can also get on that twitter page and uh other than that think about what you do man think about what you do in life because remember everything you do is a choice and you have to live with the consequences of those choices right so Think about what you do. You're gonna because you don't want to live life with regrets. Don't ever tell me nobody has regrets because that's. I mean, I've had people tell me I ain't got no regrets in life. I'm like, yeah, bullshit. Then you ain't live life, brother. Right. I'm gonna tell you right now, everybody's got a regret of some sort. Anybody that tells me they don't have any is dumber than hell. I don't even believe it. They're a liar right off the rip. Because yeah. I've got some. Because I've made poor choices. Everybody's made poor choices, but let's try to limit them. Try to use a little more common sense as we get a little bit older and a little bit wiser. With that being said, y'all have a good one. Talk to you Monday. It's RYOBI days at the Home Depot. Buy a RYOBI OnePlus 2-pack battery starter kit for just 99 bucks and get one of over 20 select RYOBI OnePlus tools up to an $84 value free. The OnePlus system also fits over 125 other RYOBI tools. So now going cordless is almost endless. Buy the battery kit, get a free tool. RYOBI Days now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bow through June 19th, limit one per customer while supplies last. See store for details. You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on. And at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals, like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-tool combo kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6.5 U.S. only. 